Radio. Oh no, it's another previously published episode. Uh, except for most of you guys, you guys have probably never heard this. This is a Patreon exclusive from about a year and a half, two years ago. Keep in mind when you do listen to it, even though it is an It movie cocktail, we're talking about how excited we are to review It Chapter 2 because at the time of this recording, It, it Chapter 2 hadn't been released. So make sure that uh, if you're curious about our thoughts on It Chapter 2, a movie which came out like two years ago, uh, that that's still in our feed. You can go down and you can listen to our review for that. Uh, unfortunately, me and Jay weren't able to get together this week. Um, there's just a perfect storm of, of issues. Normally, we record on a certain day. Uh, Jay really only could record on that day. He had plans the following day and then went on vacation after that. So we weren't able to get ourselves into the studio together. And I just had... I mean, most of you who are parents would know this baby issues, which came up. So just throwing my hands up and shrugging my shoulders, baby issues. That's it. Three month old. You lose track of time. You lose sleep. You lose a lot of things, including your sanity. Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. And also, in this case, we lost a podcast this week. So I just wanted to make sure that I got something published. And I didn't want it to just be like another replay from like our back catalog that may not be available for everybody to check out on uh, you know, on iTunes or, or, or whatever podcast service you listen to us on. Because again, like most of our episodes aren't actually on there. Like it's it's everything from like episode 139 on um, like <laughs> entire like two to three years of Super Movie Bros has been has been lost i actually have the audio for it and i can publish them at times but it doesn't make sense for me to go back in and and just because most of it it's all us doing at the time current reviews which really don't make sense you know to to, to republish that stuff these days so we soldier on uh me and jay will be back next week and i have a litany of fucking things to review uh so i will have a review for spiral a review for the netflix original movie oxygen and then i will also have the hbo max released also in theaters warner brothers movie those who wish me dead jay also watched that one so he'll be doing a review with that one for me and then i also got my impressions for love death and robots volume two which i can't wait to dive into i wish kind of i could do like an entire episode on 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 both volumes of love death and robots but yeah, I'll save that for another time. And then finally, when me and Jay come back, we will have uh, a full review for Army of the Dead, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. And I just want to say something before before we actually get into that pre pre getting into that review. If you're a fan of Zack Snyder, do me a favor. Stop calling him, sir. That bothers me. I don't know why I see like people leaving comments for, for him in regards to to Army of the Dead. And some of the comments I've seen are, are things like, you did it again, sir. Oh, you're so subversive. Masterful use of sociopolitical satire. Bravo, sir. God damn it. I can't stand seeing that shit because I, I feel like people are just filleting him, licking his asshole before they've even fucking seen the movie or had time to let it marinate. What? 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 I've never been so irate in my whole fucking life. And I suggest you let that one marinate. Get your tongue out of Zack Snyder's ass. He's a filmmaker. 
He's a fine filmmaker. He's made some okay movies. He's made a few good ones on top of that. Uh, but you'll have to join us next week for our review of Army of the Dead to see whether we got our tongues deep inside his ass. All right, so let's get going with this It Movie Cocktail Patreon preview episode. Thanks for your patience. We'll be back next week. Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. Let's start the show. Hi, Georgie. <laughs> what's up loyal patreon listeners hello thank you so much for being the fantastic patrons that you are uh me and jay have a new recording schedule that for our patreon episodes and we're going to be recording a new one every week and banking them so that we can release them for you guys so that we never miss another month we were extremely hard at work on the regular show and stuff like that and it's paid off uh i don't know if any of you guys are checking out some of the posts that we're putting up but uh i'm sharing this with you guys i'm not sharing it with like the general public or anything but jay and i uh the super movie bros our show had ten thousand downloads in august which is fucking ridiculous like that's ten thousand original downloads and um i've never thought that we would have that many like jay that is legit professional podcast like numbers we're getting there just takes time yeah it just three years going three years three years in uh and you guys are absolutely part of that because it's you guys who tell your friends about us it's you guys who encourage us you know those of you that that know us personally and uh you know are part of our personal lives and stuff like that on the patreon you guys are the ones that encourage us and keep us going so uh as a little bit of a toast to you guys Mm. we are doing a movie cocktail tonight now next week jay and i will be reviewing it chapter two and uh we loved the original it so much not the original one like 1990s like we're talking like andy machete 2017 it that's the one that we love so much that i decided uh, while watching it this weekend that our patreon episode should be for it and um i did come up with an original cocktail this 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 month for it so what this original cocktail is it's a super fucking basic bitch uh it is uh dogfish head whiskey right jay the dogfish Mm -hmm. head whiskey that you got me and then it is uh bailey's Irish cream and it's I would say it's probably about it's the Bailey's Irish cream that you put in coffee yes you know it's not like the normal bottle that you usually get no it, could well, be no, it is, stuff. is it's it the same, same it's stuff? the same okay. stuff yeah. I wasn't sure if it was slightly there's still, there's still alcohol in it uh, yeah, yeah. so so I mean I, I don't want to say it's a whole ounce because it's really not a whole ounce you want to use a double shot glass so you definitely want to get a two ounce shot glass because you're going to put about three quarters of an ounce of whiskey in it or if you're a whiskey lover and you don't mind a little bit more whiskey throw get throw a whole fucking full ounce in go right ahead and then uh, you want to put about an ounce of bailey's irish cream in that as well you want it to you want it to blend you want it to mix in so don't don't be shy about just dumping that bailey's right in there so it kind of just fills up and envelops the whole thing and then you want to put whipped cream on top and then you want to drizzle some grenadine down i put some pictures up for you guys to check out of it. It, it it comes out with this really nice effect where it 
it's not quite white. It's like this off white beige, much like Pennywise's like outfit that he wears throughout the movie. Yes. And then the grenadine, as it drips down the glass, it, because the, the, the cream is thick, it hangs to the side of the glass and it makes like these candy stripes and it looks very much like Pennywise. So, um, it was just kind of like this, this idea and I had in his like smeared up makeup yeah when he's all oh, like, yeah distraught and angry and wet or just going fat shake fucking crazy so uh <laughs> I, I came up with this shot literally yesterday while watching it and me and jay were originally going to do a movie cocktail for captain america which i'm sure you guys have seen some pictures of that i put up on on social media that is still coming i will you know show that cocktail to you guys and all and i'll, I'll share that one with you as well but this it one just seems so perfect seems so timely and i had just watched the, the original just rewatched the original one so i was so fucking jazzed about it so now me and jay are actually going to try this one right here uh so jay you want to pick up your shot we're going to take a shot right now and uh we're going to describe the mouth feels that are going on inside of us so hey cheers buddy congratulations ten thousand downloads congratulations man thank you everybody for all your support let's do it yeah that's tasty it is a little whiskey heavy because um this dogfish head whiskey that we're using is it's rye and like it's rye as shit like it is a a strong rye whiskey it's a proper pennsylvania rye whiskey even though it's made in delaware um so it has a little bit more of a bite to it uh so if you use something a little bit more smoother if you use like a bourbon or anything like that yeah you know use the whiskey that you like best Uh, that's what i suggest Uh, yeah i would just say any kind of uh neutral whiskey that you you like to use for mixers or cocktails and stuff like that would go perfectly with this so jay what Um, do you think man it's a little bit manlier than it's ballsy man yeah it's ballsy it's a very (laughs) interesting drink because it's is it not real enough for you jay is it not real enough (laughs) not just that but it is layered because it is a layered shot but also it gets that throughout the time that you're drinking it because it's got some balls balls, man because you 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 take the swig now you get hit with your lips with the the whipped cream. It, it, it just and hits your lips, sudden, and, 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 and it tastes so good. Oh, it does! It does! And then all of a sudden, boom! That whiskey just goes right down your yeah, throat, it burns right up front. Yeah. the nice big solid burn. And then as you swallow once or twice, maybe three times, when you gulp it all down, you, you just get washed over with more and more of the cream and the sweetness, and then polish it off with the end with the grenadine and. Yeah. It's a beautiful it's a, shot. It's a nice it's marriage. It's a beautiful shot. Less is more sometimes, Dave. And this one not just looks the part, but it also tastes the part because I think it actually, you know, it, it, it resembles it. It's got a you little know? bit of a bite. It's He's got a bite. Poor, and he's also sweet, right? He's got to be sweet on the surface. Poor Georgie lost his arm to and, that bite. <laughs> but really, deep down, he's got a fucking bite to him. So uh, I think it's a perfect shot. I thought you did a really good job with it. And, Thank you. Um, it something tells me that this, worthy. that this is a shot or that already exists though like something tells me that maybe that, that maybe. irish cream and 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 whiskey's been mixed before wait, 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 <laughs> i'm sure to some degree yeah and let's be honest i think most cocktails are but i'm gonna say extensions this of maybe others. it's never been presented in this way no, so i think we got an original one for that yeah so yes. I- i'll put this up on patreon for all you guys to check out i think it's delicious jay thinks it's delicious uh and it's you know for for what looks like a and it's a fun shot to look yeah. at right and so if you're gonna do a I mean, obviously, you can't let it sit in a glass forever. No, no, no. Got to go quick. If you're throwing a little party, intimate party, you know, you throw a few glasses down. You want to have a fun little interesting shot with a little bit of bite to it. It looks one. It like when you look at it, this looks like a woo. 
woo girl shot, right? Like it's like, oh, it's, woo, ladies, let's get it's, up here. It's let's not a woo girl shot, that's but, for sure. And then like I could picture like when I was pouring it, remember like Lauren was like, oh, oh, as I smell is that whiskey. And I was like, yeah, it's strong. Like, <laughs> like it's the, 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 the beef is strong with this one. So uh, yeah, I, I hope you guys check it out. Hope you guys enjoy it. Comment below on, on the recipe. Try it at home, please. I beg of you. But anyway, we're going to be talking about 2017's It, directed by Andy Muchetti. Uh, now, Andy Muschietti uh, has actually gained some, I guess, notoriety after it because he's now of course. A, he's now attached. He's like the fifth or sixth director that's attached to the Ezra Miller-led Flash movie that's going to be coming out. He's also going to be bringing Attack on Titan to the American screen. So he's going to be doing the anime. He's going to be doing the American anime re vision for live action movies of attack on titan he's bringing that and then also this week he's got it chapter two coming out uh previously before this he directed mama which was met with mixed reviews which i find interesting because warner brothers as a studio was actually looking at the duffer brothers you know uh, the creators behind stranger things which to me Far more fits their warehouse, their wheelhouse than Andy Machetti's, but they wound up going with Andy Machetti because they said he was more established as a director. But prior to this, other than two foreign film, uh, a short foreign film and one foreign film from Spain, uh, he has directed Mama. And that was it. And they're saying that he was far more established than the Duffer Brothers, which is completely weird to me because I felt like at this point, Duffer Brothers were well into season two of Stranger Things Mm -hmm. and very clearly established that that was a bona fide hit, that they understand kids and nostalgia and all that stuff. A lot of stuff that that it plays reverence to. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm upset that we got Andy Machete because he 100% wound up being the guy to make this movie. I'm not going to do like the normal movie cocktail thing where we go through the films. I'm just going to assume that you guys have all seen it and, and how fantastic it it is. Like, I think it has one of the most, how do I put it? I always use the word Stark. I want to stop using that word. I I hate it (laughs) because it makes me think of Tony Stark (laughs) every time I say it. But, uh, you know, it, it, it just has this, this, this viewpoint where it's like, it starts with these two loving brothers. right? Right. And like, you know, it, 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 it just like a normal family, right, you know, two brothers. It, it kind of shocks you with its brutality early on, with with uh, you know, Alexander Skarsgård in that in that sewer, and that's actually the the Georgie scene is actually the last scene that they filmed for the movie. Mm-hmm. So uh, they wanted to take Alex, uh, they wanted to take Bill Skarsgård performance throughout the entire movie, and then put it all into this one scene for the audience's first appearance of Pennywise. And I, I think it's extremely effective. Now, what's 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 funny is is that the little boy who played Georgie, um, he actually was not afraid of Bill Skarsgård, which I find hilarious because all the other kids, you know, the twelve and thirteen year old kids in the movie they actually were afraid of bill skarsgård and we will get into them a little bit more but uh jackson robert scott who played georgie was not afraid of him at all they actually let him meet bill skarsgård before the scene and stuff because he's much younger so they wanted him to feel comfortable with him and stuff like that because this guy's going to be biting your arm (laughs) in a little bit he's gonna be ripping your arm off kid and i mean i remember in the theater first time i saw this how brutal it was to watch like what's georgie six seven to watch this kid get his arm ripped off and like they didn't shy away from it 
No, like, they do not. Th- they show a bloody stump on a five and six year old just kind of dangling there with Which blood trickling down. Hard to see. Yeah, it was especially really from rough. a cute kid that you just you know you're, you're you're kind of just getting used to and getting a little bit more more comfortable with and introduced, and then all of a sudden, uh, a monster like literally, literally a monster. Hiya, Georgie. Like I love the way Bill Skarsgård sounds here. Like we're not just sounds, but like. He he just pops. It's like like his visual like look it's and the way so, he talks and his ticks. Right. And the way oh god, it's he, so he's well so done. Well executed. The high pitchness like mixed with like that gruff, almost like demonic like undertone to it. Like Hi ya Georgie. Like, like he, it's he, so good. Like he's like boiling under the surface. Oh my god. Just like chomping at the bit. Like and, licking his chomps. Like just trying to get at him. Like, so ah! I want to get into like Bill Skarsgård a bit, like throughout the, throughout the movie. So yes. uh, his casting was extremely interesting because the casting call asked for people to dress up as clowns when they came in. So Bill Skarsgård actually came up with his own identity of a clown, what he thought Pennywise should be like, and he did dress up as this Victorian type clown and. And, and he was very much embodied Pennywise with his own costume. Like it wasn't the exact costume that they obviously wound up using for the movie, sure, sure. but it's very reminiscent of it. And uh, you know, he he always did this thing with his lip when he was a little kid, uh, where he would kind of like droop his lower lip and stuff like that, and he would let drool like come out, and he would creep his older brothers out, Alexander Skarsgård, and he has another brother too. Yeah. He would creep out with this look, like this dead yeah. stare that he would do, like he was Billy Bob. Bob Thornton, Sling Blade. Sure. <laughs> I mean, and, and you know, I mean, you guys know exactly what we're talking about because that's the smile that he puts on in the movie right. and in this character. And it, and it's just... It works. It's just... It completely works. Uh, the lazy um, eye is 100% him. He can actually slack his one eye and just let it drift off to the side. He can yeah. do that on his own. So a lot of the physicality... Yeah, this kid was born to play this role. Right. A lot of the physicality of Pennywise comes from Alexander Skarsgård. He... Uh, Bill Skarsgård come, comes from Bill Skarsgård. He did his own stunts. Uh, I think he was like 25 years old when he was doing it. So he's young. He's spry. He was doing his own stunts. These kids were at the end were literally beating the shit out of him. And one of the things that the kids thought was really funny was like they were so afraid of the Pennywise clown that they took real shots at him. Like the kids did not pull back when they were beating him with bats and hitting him with pipes. They were they were hitting him hard, mm. even though the, these are rubberized versions of of these real weapons. But you know they were actually beating on him. And you know when they put the prosthetic mouth in him, the uh, the, the buck teeth, you know they put in him. It actually caused him to drool, and he used that in his performance because when he gets close, especially you know when he comes close to Eddie, Eddie is extremely afraid of him. He had just fallen through that that mansion roof that that floor into the kitchen and he broke his arm and here comes pennywise and he's getting closer to him and he's and he's manic and he's crazy and he's making all these weird movements and stuff and eddie is truly afraid of him he starts salivating starts drooling because he's hungry he's starting to feed off that fear of course it makes it much more palpable for the for him as an actor Uh, i'm sorry him as a character and and it really works on screen i think it really works against the backdrop right. of these young kids. Oh, you know, imagine being Jack Dylan Grazer, uh, you know, the kid who played Eddie, and you're lying on your back, and here comes this 25 year old, six foot five dude dressed up as a clown, drooling, and just manically going, <laughs> and he starts like sitting on your chest, and he's like growling and spitting on you. I would eat therapy like, after yeah. that. Yeah. Like, and, and I'm not a big clown fan at 
all. That's why like this movie works on a lot of different kind of levels because they're just creepy to me, man. Right. And, and according to to like things on the set and, and from Jack Dylan Grazer himself, you know, he said like I was. I started to cry. Like, I was afraid. Like, that's how afraid I was of Bill Skarsgård. Amazing. And Bill Skarsgård coming out of the refrigerator, that was him. He was upside down in a refrigerator, contorting his body so that when they opened the door, he could, like, flip his legs over his head, come up. Now, the body twist that they do, that's CGI. But everything else was all him. And the kids didn't actually see Pennywise until that day of filming, when they were doing that kitchen scene. That was the first day they saw him. They knew what Pennywise was they knew from concept photos what they were going to see but they they didn't know what bill skarsgar was going to look like or what he was going to do so the reactions that they filmed of those kids were very much their reactions to to seeing bill Skarsgård for the first time as pennywise which was absolutely effective and we've seen that work before with ridley scott and the alien chestburster scene and stuff. Less is more when you when it comes to your actors. Don't sure. let them in on everything. Uh, and God, he was just such an effective villain. And that kitchen scene is it actually winds up being my favorite scene in the movie because you get Finn Wolfhard uh, coming down and and he played Richie and he's just like you know they're they're talking and him and Billy uh, are talking about how it's not real. Like you know don't believe it. It's not real. Right. And like that's when Pennywise takes his gaze off of Eddie, his prize, and gazes over at those two kids. And he's, is this not real enough for you, Billy? Is this not real enough? And I just love the that like that that high pitched voice. And you watch his eye, literally like that lazy eye that Bill Skarsgård does, just drift away as he's looking at him. Oh, fuck, dude, oh, yeah. that scene scared the ever loving shit out of me and uh yeah kudos to to bill skarsgård and andy machete for for making this character i know he's just so I, good at it yeah J- J- jay just pulled up uh bill skarsgård on conan o'brien yeah where he it off where he where he did the demonic grin i know yeah he's look i mean we're, we're jonesing about this movie because it is i mean everybody saw it probably they are listening to us right now and it was so refreshingly well done and effective and that's why it was so successful not just because of you know seeing the trailer alone i think everybody knew we had something special we knew something um successful was probably going to be brought to screen and it was now you know we're looking forward to seeing how they adapt chapter two and how that's going to get pulled off um right now you know there's mixed reviews mixed buzz on it but like obviously what do you expect you know this kind of film you're going to get that kind of thing there's going to be different kind of interpretations on how things are executed but it's still andy behind the director's hair and and everybody yeah. the same cast now, coming back and also an interesting and um pretty well realized casting of the adults can like does it surprise you that the music like i, I think the music is one of the most effective parts of this movie's marketing and and most of, of the movie Hero, itself sure sure uh, so so the music was done by benjamin walfish and he actually did the he was the composer behind blade runner 2049 as well oh wow so, so yeah, uh, he he has a he has I would say the sensibility of Hans Zimmer with like this repeating motif in like his music like that and it's it's extremely effective. But, no, but knowing how to tailor it to the film right. that he's working on, right? Because it's 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 
poetic it's it's also it's it's it, it flows it has a rhythm to it but it's also extremely you know creepy it reminds me a lot again like i, I don't bring this up a lot but it reminds me a lot of like alien where like alien mm. has that score of like a repeating shrill scream pretty much over and over and over again and it, it winds up being effective and i think the it music is effective for that same reason and i mean it, it was you know the way they did this movie it, it's reminiscent of horror from the past, but it's it's bringing it up to like modern times and it's doing it extremely effectively. But one of the ways that it's doing horror effectively is it's a horror film that actually makes us care for the characters, right? Like we care about these kids because we're getting to know these kids. Like mm-hmm. we know these kids by the time they're meeting Pennywise, we know them all pretty well we know that richie's the wise cracking asshole even though they cut a lot of his backstory that was in the book out i mean they cut a lot of stuff of the book out but honestly it was in service of the runtime and telling a much better tighter plot that that winds up flowing and that's what i'm hearing is the problem with it chapter two i'm not going to take any of that in when i go see it because i just want to enjoy it but you know, I'm hearing that's the problem. It's a little bit too meandering, but you know, the, each kid comes with their own problems and that's like the essence of what it is. It's not the monster. It's, it, it, it's, it's what they're all fighting inside themselves. Not only their fears, but as individuals and as, as friends as well. Right. But, but also like their background too. Like, I mean, background with their families. Right. We and, think yeah. all of them come from a shitty background. That's what makes them the losers is that they all come from a shitty background. Like Bill has parents who neglect and ignore him after his after his brother's death right yeah. uh richie uh, in in the book he has an extremely drunk racist father and they one of the things they had to do was they actually had to curtail richie's character because in the book all of his jokes are extremely racist which <laughs> if they slipped into a 1980s type film you wouldn't think too much about it but you would also get tired of his racist jokes very quickly so instead they made his jokes very sexual in nature and stuff like that and one of the interesting things was eddie and richie you know yeah finn wolfhart and jack dylan grazer they uh did a lot of improv for for their roles and that that comes from andy machete himself who would actually talk to the kids beforehand and ask them what they thought their character would do or their character would say and he actually let them in on the writing process which was great uh so then we come to to ben who he's the kid that's moved around a lot he's never had friends before he's never made connections he is lonely bev is is sexually assaulted by her father. Stan is afraid of his father, the rabbi and stuff. He's 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 having to live up to this unrealistic ideal of what he's supposed to be. You know, and then of course we get Mike, you know, he's he's the only first off, he's the only black kid in the entire group. He's one of the few black people in this small main town right. that he lives in. Um but he also he comes with dead parents and a tough as nails gruff grandfather who's raised him so like they all come with this chip on their shoulder and it's it's those imperfections in their life that make them a equipped to deal with with the monster but also it's what brings them together as the losers club it's what makes them outsiders and stuff and i think each one of them with these problems and stuff is all something that we can relate to even as adults looking back on our own childhood i think all of us felt like our group of friends were the losers we were either the outcasts or yeah i mean i know 
For the most part with me, I mean, especially later on in life, I yeah. definitely felt like that. Or even if you don't feel like you're the loser, like you you definitely felt like you and your friends were unique. You're different than other people. And and it was the sum of your parts that made you different. But it was also the sum of your parts that kept you together. And that's like the entire through line of like it. Not, not only that, but also like it, it, it's while this monster exists, like the entire through line of the story is kind of like this is their entrance into adulthood. You know, taking oh, yeah. on the monster is is their entrance into adulthood. And one of Stephen King's themes was that it, it's a door that only goes one way. Once you step through your adulthood, and these kids did it when they were 13, when they took on Pennywise, it's a door that doesn't go back the other way, which is why the Losers Club splits up and leaves, but they have that pact, which is going to bring them back together for Chapter 2. Uh, man, I... I really enjoyed myself the other night watching this and I loved watching a lot of the behind the scenes stuff and reading some of the stuff for this, but I, I can't wait for it chapter two. And I'm hoping that, that it, it's, it recaptures what they did before. Yeah. I, more than anything, I think I just really would love for it to end with a bang, you know, end in a satisfactory kind of way. Now you haven't seen the original nineties it, right? I mean, when I was a young kid, okay. I don't remember it. Well, you don't remember much, much no. It. And you've obviously never read the book, so it's like, no. so like it's it's weird because going into this, I'm I'm literally going into this to see Andy Machete's story, right? Because sure. right. I want to see his interpretation of this Stephen King story because I know the ending, I know who dies. Now they may change it. Obviously, they made changes from the original book, yeah. To to the movie and stuff and even to the early 90s movie they made a, a ton of changes so i mean obviously some changes may come some characters may do things that they didn't do before or some characters may take the role of another character and do something it'll be interesting to see but that's do a lot with it right but that's me wanting to go in there and see that uh you know I, I i'm not sure you know if they follow it and stuff like that if it's going to be as impactful because i've always found the second half of it to be less impactful than than the part with the kids uh, you know, I think I think the childhood story is the uh, true meat and potatoes of this, and uh, we are going to get a, an a completely extended cut of this eventually. One day we will get. Um, I believe when it chapter two is released on Blu-ray, you will be able to buy it chapter two on its own, and you can put it with your it chapter one and watch them both back to back, or you can watch the ultimate cut, which will be both of them mixed together. <laughs> Which I just don't understand. I know. At the first one, which is just over two hours, and the second one pushing three hours, you're in for well over four and a half hours of it. And I'm not sure if that's something. I think that's my problem I, with the early I, 90s one. Uh, yeah, I think they're just getting too fucking greedy. It's, I, I don't think anybody wants that. I don't think anybody needs it. I think, like with anything, especially with this kind of property, you just want something that's well done and executed. You want it taught. You want it to be effective, effective, effective. Like, like it felt the original one. And I think right. if, if the second one's too bloated, if they try to fit in too much, if they try to fit in too much and it winds up and it's three hours long, it, it, that winds up meandering a lot and you wind up cutting your suspense. You wind up cutting exactly. your terror. Exactly. And that's the problem. Like, you know, that's why a lot of, horror movies are a little bit more on the shorter side because you want to build it up in a tense and effective way. Dude, it's why your cum shot is always better when she teases you for a while first. <laughs> you know, and then when she complains, like you coming too quick, you're like, well, babe, yeah, you, you teased did, it. You, you, you did such a good job with the <laughs> foreplay. And you know? me, like, Come on. I mean, you're over 30 now. So like, yeah, you know, most, m most of your shots are just like, Bleh. 
<laughs> they just come out like a little dribble. But when it gets teased for a while beforehand, yeah, it's well, like a, it's like a powerful boom. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to be you know shooting the ceilings anytime soon. But like you know, <laughs> it, there's a little bit more oomph behind it, there's right? A, yeah, there's some more lift off. So 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 what we're saying is, <laughs> it chapter two has to tease us for a little while, you know. And I don't mean tease us with like you know, it has to build its suspense. It's got to take its time with it, and that's that that's really you know what I think made it chapter one so effective because each of the kids they kind of have their own solo experience with it yeah. and 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 each one of them we, we get to learn what their in a, fear in a character is wise exactly yeah exactly so and, I, I i'm curious to see how they're going to handle it i'm sure it's going to be a lot more challenging to do um but i know as far as you included most people are more interested in chapter two story-wise. No, uh, chapter one was the one. I mean, even, even when I read the book, like the, the stuff that was going on with them as kids is always what I found more interesting. Oh, than I the thought stuff. you said the opposite. No, no, I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. Okay. You know, even when I read the Stephen King book, I was always more interested. Okay. In, and okay. In, in the book, it's more intercut. You know, it's, it's, it's not a strict, you know, part one, part two type storyline. Although towards the end of the book, they are following them as adults a whole lot more. You know, the, the kid stuff is kind of like peppered in throughout and um, is, is I, I would say, the majority of the interesting stuff that's going on in the book. And I don't know what that says about me, that I relate to children <laughs> more than I relate to being an adult. You're but I think full spirit. No, I'm just more nostalgic for, for, for how you feel as a kid and stuff like that. But, you know, I mean, I, I'll... I'll I'm still looking forward to it. I still think it's going to. I still think I'm going to wind up liking it more than critics are kind of saying right now that it is. And that's we'll see. I mean, we're going to be seeing it this weekend, and you know, I'm Jonesing, man. And I mean, you guys can tune into um, our next episode, and you'll hear our review. So episode one sixty nine. It's coming. Yeah. It's got sixty nine and sixty nine. Uh, we're gonna have to be completely immature and play. Well, with let's that see somewhat. if I can do some sixty nine before leading up to that episode. I highly <laughs> doubt it. You're on a bit yeah, of a dry a spell, sir. A wee bit. <laughs> a wee bit. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll have to do some updates on your dating coming up soon. But yeah, we're due for that. I've uh, I got some things potentially lined up, but again... You know, as an as a thirty five year old, you just you know, it's kind of like you, man. You you know, you and Lauren just are just too lazy to leave the house. I'm just too lazy to go leave the house to go on a date. <laughs> it's just uh, like one of those things where I'm like, eh, do I don't want to really want to leave the house. Nah. I don't want to get into my sex life, but I I I I would wager that it's more active than yours. <laughs> yeah, as it should be. <laughs> I suppose so. I mean, there's pros and cons. I mean, it's it's highly debatable, but it's it's there's certainly pros and cons. I find very little cons in my sex life. So, I'm I'm just obviously it's you know it's the one person. Lauren may have some complaints, but I certainly don't. I reach my goal every time. Uh, so I mean, like that, that's it. That, that's what we got for for it. Chapter one. We're excited to go see it. Chapter two. We're excited to share our review with you guys. But and, and also, we will be probably touching on uh, chapter one a little bit in our review of chapter two as well. 100%. So you know, this is just like a nice little 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 dick tease episode leading up to our big review. Absolutely for episode one sixty nine. But uh, you know, also 
I made a cocktail. I just wanted to share it all with you guys. So I'm, I'm really curious. I want you guys to let me know what you thought of this cocktail. Like, was it good? You know, uh, it would, you know, are you liking some of these, uh, you know, are you liking these movie cocktail episodes that we're going to be putting out? The next one we're going to do is a, and, ca- and look guys, it's not only going to be movie cocktail. No, episodes. it's not. like, that's just some ideas that we have going on. It's just like these little mini, mini cocktail. Honestly, uh, mini, mini I just like, things. I just like, I get creative sometimes and I want to make a new cocktail. That's what it comes yeah. down to. And, and we're, and I made two this weekend, and I really want to share them with our Patreon listeners and stuff like that. Like, right. this is stuff that I know that we're probably never going to get to on movie cocktails regularly. So, and again, like we, you know, the birth of our podcast was from movie cocktails. Well, from movie so cocktail, this is yeah. one of the things that are near dear to our heart, and is only going to get more expansive going forward in the future when we grow and expand so that's gonna be exciting going down the line and hopefully for you guys as well oh i didn't get to mention this i, I should have mentioned it I in guess the beginning we could yeah so uh do it right now let's do you're it. B- between the advertising payments that we've gotten uh for for the ads from blowfish uh and from you know your generous patreon donations yeah we've never touched this money yeah. like it's 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 on it's just it's been sitting essentially sitting in the and a little pot for us to use to to add to the show we finally have enough to afford the camera that we need to buy to start doing the youtube videos and uh, i'll what i want to do uh, initially is because before we start releasing episodes on youtube i need to train i need to edit i need to film so like you're going to see a lot of Patreon episodes coming up that are going to have video added to them. So, you know, we're going to be doing that. And then we're also, but you know, honestly, guys, we really want your honest opinion, honest opinion on what you want or think should be improved on or touched on or changed or, or something that you really like. You know, we need that feedback because we want to give you guys the best content that we possibly can. Um, we're really excited by the possibilities and just definitely looking forward to new things ahead. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's, that, that's the plan. I should be able to afford the camera here by the end of the first week of September. I should probably get it by the next week. And then I'm immediately, cause you know me and new toys, Jack. Oh, like, I know I, you're going to dive head on. I'm going to dive head on into it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to immediately start playing around with it. I know one of the first things that I want to do for YouTube is I want to go back and I want to do movie cocktails and I want to start putting movie cocktails on YouTube so we can make the drinks and show them to everybody and stuff like that. Show people how to make them in person. Cause that's one of the things that I've gotten is like, uh, the few people, People that have made our drinks and reached out to us have told us like, hey, you know, I made the cocktail, but it doesn't look like your picture and stuff like that. So I, I, I want to go and I want to show people like this is how we did it and, and this is the steps we took. But also I, 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 th- I want to have like a nice short less than 10 minute conversation on the film as well while we enjoy said cocktail on the episode and stuff so those would be like some of the earliest stuff that we put out but for you guys you know me and jay may just be filming us like just recording in here and stuff like that with the camera while we record our patreon episodes and i might just be peppering in little things here and there while i play with editing because when once we finally start doing stuff that that we're going to post for videos i want it to 
I want it to it be probably good. won't be until next year. Like I think we, I mean, just this, just to throw it out there as, yeah. as far as the time. I think we really, Dave and I, definitely don't want to put anything out premature. Well, we don't to turn people off right when they first see us and it's like, oh, that quality sucks, you right. know, because we watch videos on YouTube all the time, movie related or whatever. One of the worst things that I think we ever did for that I ever did for this podcast was. I just started putting out episodes, right? And I didn't know how to edit and I didn't know what I was doing. And the sound quality was way off. And I was, I was leaving stuff in that didn't need to be in there. I, I, I was cutting stuff out that, that I should have left in that, that was part of our voice and stuff, but I didn't think it was informative. So I cut it out, but it wound up being stuff that, that people would have found entertaining and stuff. So I had a lot to learn when editing, uh, you know, audio and stuff and putting that out that I, you know, I'm happy with the way we sound. I'm happy with with our show and stuff like that. I don't think we're perfect every week, but I think I you know I I think we do a great job every week, and I, I'm proud of the work that I do with 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 audio editing, and I want to be proud with what I do with video editing as well. You know, I don't want to come out. I I watch YouTube videos where it's schlock and it's half cocked and stuff like that, and and it's clearly someone who's putting not as much time into it as they could be and i don't want to be that person i want to be proficient in it when i put it out and i want it i want it to pop and i want it to feel like our show exactly in video form i want it to be my voice just edited <laughs> into a video and stuff like and, that but also so, find our rhythm where yeah. like you don't spend even more time on the video stuff than you are with the podcast stuff you know with the editing aspect you know Trial and error. Get comfortable with the equipment. Be comfortable with the editing stuff, and start to find our our, our wheelhouse. Hundred percent. You know. Hundred percent. So, so that it's th- exciting. That's so, kind of like our update yeah. stuff, uh, and of course, you know, make the cocktail. Please, please make it. I- I'm looking for feedback on this stuff because I get a lot of people who like message me and go, "Uh, that's really cool." Yeah, is it? it yeah, it, it is fucking cool. And we spend a lot of time making that cocktail. I mean, it's hard, guys. We do spend maybe, quite a bit of money maybe, and time into it. Maybe not this cocktail because I kind of just came up with this on a whim. Yeah, but, but that's how it works sometimes. But 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 some we cocktails, know alcohol well enough. <laughs> but some cocktails we take a lot of time doing and i would like to know whether people are trying them and enjoying them and stuff like that i want to know that it's not all for naught like i just want just want some feedback you know i'm just looking for a little bit of you know just some support and and and, and maybe some validation <laughs> just you know maybe, maybe a little validation you know but uh i want to thank all of you guys for being patrons i want to thank all you guys for listening to this episode and we'll catch you all next week for uh episode 169 where we review it chapter two so thanks a lot guys have a great one cheers cheers so I hope you guys enjoyed that Patreon preview. Uh, thank you to our patrons for listening to us. Obviously, our Patreon model has like, kind of changed, at least in in the type of shows that we do. Uh, we're me and Jay are now more off the cuff. Uh, we don't we don't tr- quite keep it as uh, as as restricted or, or as regimented as as this, where we kind of do like a a full episode and stuff like that. It's more of just me and Jay having having our conversations, and I, I think you get more of a feel 
feel for who me and Jay are in our Patreon episodes now. But I wanted to play this one because this week we I, I just joined uh, you know Nick Haskins from Nikolai's Kitchen, the Epic Film Guys, Gerald from Two Peas on a Pod, and Dan from Netflix and Swill as they are doing their live stream for the Cure uh, event, annual event that they do every year. And every year I join them and I do a new movie cocktail. Uh, so by the time you guys are hearing this, actually the day that this drops, I'm doing my episode with them. I'm doing my segment with them uh, at 12 p.m. on on Sunday, May 23rd. And we did a brand new movie cocktail that's never been done before on the show. And it is for Scream. And it is the I'll be right back stab drink so uh it's kind of like a shot but you know if you guys get a chance uh and you're hearing this in time go to twitch.tv slash live stream for the cure at 12 p.m on may 23rd uh that's probably the day that this drops so uh if it's if it's before noon head on over there because i'll be over there doing that but that kind of inspired me to kind of release this one because they are kind of similar drinks i i love doing kind of like these sweet dessertish type drinks for horror movies because just like Zack snyder it's so so subversive no one would expect it sir but <laughs> But really, uh, I, you know, I, I'm just I'm just excited to be part of live stream for the cure anytime that I can. So I look forward I look forward to doing that. And of course, man, how how weird that uh, you know we're I'm, I'm here and this is like a year and a half ago, close to two years ago. We're talking about it and it chapter two, and I'm talking about doing YouTube and stuff like that. And my God what high dreams and high hopes I had for myself. Like I, I I have these ideas that I have these things that I really want to do. I really want to add to the show. I really want to, uh, I really want to, to, to do more. But the fact is I have a full-time job. I do this show, which takes up a good amount of my time. And then I also have a newborn baby on top of that. Plus my, my, my daughter who, you know, when she's, when, when she's with me, it's, it's daddy daughter time. I don't do work on the show. I don't do anything extra because it's, I just want to devote my time to the, the time that I get with her to her. So I, I, it's not like I've given up on things that, that we talked about in this episode. It's just like when the time allows, I'd like to get into doing it. Here's hoping my wife just starts to make a whole much, a whole bunch more money than I do. And I get to become a stay at home papa where I'll be able to do these type of things that I really want to do to really add to the show. But those are highfalutin dreams, my friend. I'm not sure if I if we'll ever get to that point. But um, if we do, I would I will 100% throw myself into it and and get that stuff done. So I want to thank you guys for uh, being patient with us and 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 dealing with a week uh, where me and Jay aren't recording brand new content and stuff like that. I, I wanted to release something uh, that was unique to a lot of you guys, something that that has never been heard before. And to 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 Super Movie Bro patrons. I want to thank you guys always for supporting the show and being a constant uplifting voice that that, that keeps the show going. Like for forget the monetary value of it and stuff like that. Just you guys being patrons, knowing that there's people out there that like this show enough that they want more of it. That is enough for me i absolutely love that of course you know the patreon dollars and stuff they help keep the lights on they they help keep the microphones on they help keep a lot of this show going in ways that you can you know you might be able to understand but um it's appreciated more than you can possibly fathom so i want to thank all of you guys for listening have a great one and cheers cheers